Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host and I am freaking excited today, y'all. I have, dude, I, I listen, I might have the best looking handsome dude besides me on planet Earth on the show today. <laughs> and I, I say that fully confident in my, my, uh, my heterosexuality. So look, I, I want to talk about, I, I, I want to tell you, this guy... I met him for the first, I've heard of him, obviously, um, but I met him for the first time at the 10X Growth Conference, and um, man, he's just a good dude, so um, I'm, I'm excited to have him on. He's actually in a hotel room doing this from Dallas, Texas. I want to welcome my buddy, James Jacoby, to the show. James, welcome to the show, man. Ken, thanks for having me, everybody. Nice to see you this morning, dude. It's good to see you, man. So, so, you know, I, I started this show. I told you I started it about a year ago, um, almost exactly. It was in April of last year that I started this show. Um, I've interviewed over 170 entrepreneurs and, um, and, and celebrities and all kinds of amazing people. And so, you know, today, I get to interview you, man. That's awesome. We're going to help some people have a breakthrough today, man. So, um, James, why don't you start by telling everybody where you were born and raised? I was born in Madison, Wisconsin, in the heart of the Midwest. Wow. Where it's sunny and warm all the time. All all the time. All the time. (laughs) Yeah. In the land of cheese curds. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've been there, man. That's the home of Culver's, dude. Oh, if you don't know what Culver's is, you need to go find out. It's like, one of the best fast foods of all time. Dude, the Butter Burger, home of the Butter Burger and holy moly. It is that real. It's it's amazing. It's, it's the best burger. There's nothing like it, man. It, yeah. they, there's one right down the road. I mean, well, it's not right down the road, about 30 minutes from me. If it was closer, I would be the fattest man on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So... So, dude, um, so you were born in Madison. Is that where you, like, were raised? You went to school there, all of that? So I had a different upbringing. I actually have lived in nine states and moved over 35 times in my life. Okay. And uh, my dad was not in the military because that's the first people question people ask me. But my dad was in a big corporate company, and they just had a habit of moving people around every two years. So I literally had three different elementary schools. I luckily had one middle school and one different high school, but then I also had three colleges. So I just figured I'd carry the tradition after I got out of the house. Wow. <laughs> no kidding. So where, so where, where did you, where'd you graduate like high school? What, where yeah. were you then? So I went to high school in Fort Myers, Florida. Jeez. And, um, wow. It was beautiful down there. I had an amazing time. One of the best windows of my life that set me up for some success. 
and uh, I, I went to Gainesville for a little bit. I was a Gator, okay. and then I transferred to to Illinois. I was at Champaign Urbana for a little bit. Jeez. Um, and uh, we might get into that a little bit today because there's some there's some depth there of why I I pivot I stopped there for a second and then I finished school at Northern Illinois in DeKalb and I got my degree in sales and marketing. Dude, so like you, you start like why would you? Okay, so you you started your life in Madison, Wisconsin. And I was joking. It's like one of the coldest places on planet earth. Like it's crazy (laughs) in the winter up there, but like, so you, you started your life there. You ended up in high school in Fort Myers, Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you ended up in college eventually up north again. Back up. Yeah. Why? Why, did, so, why didn't you just stay in college in Florida, man? It's way the, warmer. I mean, it's a really good question. I actually you know, had almost a full ride, so I really wasn't paying much either. It was kind Seriously. of a, a perfect setup. But we all we all do things when we're when we're 20 years old. That's a little crazy. So actually, my parents did move back to Rockford, Illinois. My parents. So we're so this is this is great, right? If you're a parent, you you can re- resonate with this. But I'm graduating college. I applied. I only applied to two schools because the only two I wanted wanted to go to. I wanted to go to University of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. or I wanted to go to Florida, and I got accepted to both. And I picked Florida just because I was four hours away from my parents. It was like a perfect distance, you know, like yeah, not too, not and it's close. warm. Yeah, and I'm warm. And then uh, my dad tells me the summer before I go to school that they're moving to Rockford, Illinois, oh, and wow. um, I. I all my family's gone. So um, I went back to go. Uh, I chased a girl in, in college up to Illinois, and that got me back to Illinois. But uh didn't work out. It's fine. And it got me to where I was. So, Dude, okay. So so you went – you got a, a sales and marketing degree mm-hmm. from, from college in Illinois. What university? Northern Illinois. It's okay. a Mac conference school. Okay. Yep. Um, and so what, what, what happened after that? Where, where did you, did you leave college and immediately get a job in sales and marketing? Yeah. So, uh, it was interesting because, um, I guess I want to share a little depth to, to some break cause this shows about breakthroughs, right? Yeah, so I want to, I want to, yeah. I want to share a little bit of context to why, what happened here with the audience because I think it's helpful. So, um, we all have tragedy, you know, in our lives that we all, we all can share and resonate with that to some degree. Um, mine, my biggest one was I, I lost both my grandparents in a plane crash, um, in 1999. And it was, uh, it was on record from NTSB that they were taken down by radical Islam pilots. What? So, um, it was a precursor to nine 11. And they were they were going to Egypt out of out of LaGuardia or out of JFK, and the plane went down uh, an hour into flight. Um, it was like one of the most disruptive things I've ever experienced in my life. It was really hard. And then uh, two years later or three years later, uh, my cousin who I grew up with, who was 22, had just got married, went to Iraq as a reserve Marine, and he never came back. Um, and so like that window of my life was really tough and I actually got diagnosed with clinical depression and I, I really checked out of, of life for a couple of years, which is why it took me so long to graduate college. Um, and I had to really think through what I wanted to be, who I wanted to be and all that stuff. 
So when I got my my stuff together, that's when I went to DeKalb and got my degree. And I, I worked every night as a waiter at a restaurant and um, put myself through 18-hour uh uh, semesters just to catch up on time because I lost so much time. Yeah. So I got I got a degree in like two years because um, I just wasted so much time before that. But um, I interviewed at a lot of places and got seven job offers. And this is right before the crash, right? This is right before the 2008 crash. Yeah. And I got an uh, an opportunity to go with this company to New Jersey and start their location in New Jersey with a couple people. So if you're from the Midwest, like you'll understand when I say this, but like. The idea of New York City is like really, really cool if you're from small town Midwest. Yeah. So that was like a big deal. It's like going to Hollywood. It's going to LA, right? So yeah. um, I took the road that's traveled and I had no family or friends in New Jersey, but I just said, let's do it. Yeah. And so I was like an entrepreneur basically with, in a big company helping them start a new, new branch. Wow. So, and this, what year was this? That was 2008. So that was right when the crash happened. We started a brand new business right when what, that financial market What was market the business crashed. again? Uh, recruiting. So we were a recruiting company oh. in the healthcare sector. Recruit so, like executive recruiting? Uh, like medical. So we did like nurses and, yeah. and medical staff, office staff. Wow. But I mean, just imagine, right? Like the, the entire economy crashes. No one's hiring for jobs. No. <laughs> no. Wow. Like it was rough. Dude, that's was, when my uh, wife was downsized from her big cushy VP of marketing position with a giant company. I mean, there was so much downsizing going on back then; it was insane. I can't even. Well, I mean, recruiting if you're if you're just trying to find people looking for work, I guess that would have been easy, right? Well, yeah, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of supply, but the companies didn't want to hire anybody, right? Oh See? yeah. They didn't know what to do with their cash flow and their what what's going on in their business. They didn't know where this was going. So, um, you know, it it was looking back. It's one of the most one of the coolest stories. A part of my my career is uh, a lot of companies went under. A lot yeah. of companies went under, and we somehow didn't lose much. Like we lost like 05 percent in our revenue in the company for that year, which was incredible. But we just fought through it. Like whenever you get faced with adversity, no matter if it's it's on your own doing or if it's external and you had no control, but it just hit you and wiped you almost off the map. It's like, how do you respond to that? Right? Like, how are you going to respond to the adversity that's in your face? Yeah. And are you going to lose? Or are you going to win? And we just decided like, we moved out here, we opened this place up, we're not going to lose. So we worked twice as hard working like a hundred hour work weeks, calling everyone to see who needs help. And we fought through it. And because of that, momentum and that energy yeah the next year when the market started to pick back up we grew 500 percent in one year because of that momentum that we we put into it wow. so there's there's some lessons with that right <clears throat> dude that's that's incredible so that that's like um i mean that that's that, so many people especially back then and i i have a feeling that it's coming again and and people yeah. don't even like I remember, man, I started my company in 07 and, and I remember, dude, it was like, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> like, <Right>. you yeah. know, <clears throat> but I, at least in, in marketing, when, when there's a downturn, you know, companies do have a tendency of focusing more on, on how they can better market themselves. So, but you mm -hmm. know, like if they're going to survive, they better focus on that, you know? 
So, yeah. so, you know, so, so you did that. How long did you do that? How, how long were you there? So I was in the, I was in one company for 10 years and, wow. uh, which is rare for, I'm 36. So for, for my age group, that's not common. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. So that, dude, you just left then recently. I did. I left, uh, last September. So I started my own company last September. Wow. And what's your company? It's called Jacoby Enterprises, and it's a it's we do two really sides of the business. We have an advisory, high level business strategy side where we help companies redesign their sales process and their yep. sales development, and then we have um, an outsource model where if, if businesses have struggles with closing their leads and a low sales force, we actually have a whole sales team that closes their leads with them, and we grow our revenue together. So, dude, that's that's amazing. So, so tell me like, you know, what are some of the, um, because so far, I mean, you pretty much just told your entire life story in 13 minutes and it yeah. all sounds really easy. So was, was, has it always just been easy? <laughs> no. Come on, man. You no. just give that million dollar smile and people just hand over their money, right? Yeah. It, it helps sometimes, but man, um, I, I actually did a I did a post in my Instagram page yesterday about this actually because uh, there's so much, especially for the the next generation right in the 20s right now. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of marketing out there that says hey you can be on your laptop anywhere you want and make a ton of money and you know all this cool flashy stuff and it's just not real. Like it's it's it, if you ask any successful person how out there what they did to be successful none of them will tell you that it was easy <laughs> like we had we had made you have to make a ton of mistakes to learn you have to work really really freaking hard but um it does matter who you know and what you know and and what you're aiming for and i i talk about that i talk i saw Danelle this morning and and i talked i'm talking about it yesterday she's going to speak next week in my live event yeah but uh the big one of the big changes for me what happened two years ago when I first met her and I was doing really well in corporate. I was one of the top sales leaders in corporate, um, billing our clients like 33 grand a month or a week, yeah. a week. Yeah. And, and I saw Danelle speak and she talked about her life and the results that she produced and what her clients produced. And I've never even known that you could do those kinds of things. I didn't know you could produce at that level. Um, just never, my mind never went there. And so that was the first major time in my life where I saw a shift where my eyes opened up and there's like, whoa, you can do way more. And then the, the choice is, are you the person that says, well, that's cool for you. Good for you. Somehow you got lucky or something, but it's just not for me. Or are you the person that says, how in the world do I do that? I'm, I want to find out and I'm going to do it too. Right. 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 I'm a, if someone can run the four minute mile, then that means I can too, right? That's right. So, yeah, you know, what's interesting is for, and I was just listening to an interview with Ed Milet <clears throat> about this and, and, you know, they were talking about the four minute mile and, and, you know, forever, nobody had run a, run the mile in under four minutes. And then Roger Bannister did it. And interestingly enough, that it was only a couple of weeks later that like dozens and dozens and dozens of other people ran the the four minute mile. So and la and less, right? So so like when you are around the right people, and 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 you you tell me, but but like it's important, right? Like when it's you see huge. other people, it's huge. 
it's huge. Uh, I, I wrote a book right when I left corporate in, in three days. I wrote an entire book in three days. Dude. And it's a bestseller now. It's going to be out in airports next January. But part of the, the lessons I learned that I share with my, my readers is you have to build a, a board of advisors, a board of uh, people that are going to pull and lift you up yep. that will teach you things and challenge you in ways that no one else is. Because uh, – and my grandfather said this from, from when I was a little kid. Is, uh, tell me who your five friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's true. It's true. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. So what are some of the the um, <clears throat> I mean, let's go back to your your childhood. Um, you know, Tony Robbins talks about, um, you know, in life, we all need um, certainty and we also need uncertainty. But there's a certain point where too much uncertainty causes some some serious serious issues, man, and, and not being certain growing up as a kid, not being certain where you're going to be living or are you moving from Wisconsin to Florida or, you know, like what are some of the emotional things that you went through as a child that you mm -hmm. feel like may have affected you as an adult? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's like a flip of a coin, right? Because we, when we move so much, like, one of the negative things I, 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 I had to deal with and, it, and it's affected me still today, but it's, it's helped me at the same time. It's, you know, when you invest your heart fully into people and, and you build relationships and then you have to move and you rip that apart, it's like, man, what the heck? Like, I thought we were going to be together, or hang out forever, you know? And, uh, and that was hard to, to, to keep doing that over and over again when you finally felt like you had a best friend and you guys were tight and then then the next thing you know you're gone um, and you never see him again it's it's um, that was hard but at the same time um, you get to reinvent yourself if you want to everywhere you move because no one knows who you are right right and uh, that's an opportunity right depending on how you look at it yeah and uh, I, I would say in middle school, and everyone says their middle school years probably weren't the best. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but I moved from middle school to a whole new state and a whole new high school, and I'm so glad that I got a reset button because I didn't really like who I was in middle school or where I was going, and I got a fresh start in high school, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me at that time. And um, I, I met friends that were seniors, and they they pulled me up, and and I learned a lot of met a lot of new friends, had a lot of cool experiences. Um, but what, what, what so back up to middle school dude what what were you doing like what, <laughs> what was were you like were you breaking b and e like were you breaking and entering i'm kidding what were you what was what was going wrong i just i was super shy i had like no confidence in myself uh, zero confidence yeah and you know i always compared myself to other people really hard and you know looked at the popular kids and and you know envied that really yeah. you know and wanted to be a part of it. But then, but the funny thing though, is once you finally get to that point and you're in that group, you're, you realize that like what you were trying to, what you were valuing was stupid. Like there's no weight in it. Um, and right. people that you, that you thought were cool actually aren't that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's the truth, man. It's the truth. You know, <clears throat> and I've, I've met some, some, some pretty big names and, and, and got to hang out with them. And, 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 you know, you, 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 
the closer you get to some of these people, the, the more you see their, you know, you see their faults. And that's the thing, yep. man, is, is, is like, once you understand that we're all like, dude, we're all floating around on this rock through space, like trying to figure it out, man. And some people, yeah, maybe, maybe on the financial gauge, somebody has some, some people have it way better than others. I get that. But dude, they still get, they, they, those, those people still get pissed off when they look over and the, the toilet paper roll is empty. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're still, they're still faced with the same exact problem. We all are, if that happens. Right. So yep. it doesn't sure. matter. And, and, and again, I think, and, and it sounds like what, what happened um, for you as a child and all the moving and, and the uncertainty of, of, I think that it, 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 it sounds like it really helped develop you and, and make you who you are today. Would you agree with that? Oh, hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, you know, I think one of the, the life lessons that I've, I still learn sometimes, you know, and I think this is a big one, but it's like, we, for whatever reason, we want to get, um, we want to get attention and connectivity to certain people because we think for some reason that's going to like change things for us. Right. And in some cases it does. Yes. But a lot of times though, what, what we make mistakes in all the time, I, I see it myself, I see other people do it, is there's a lot of people over here that are ready to give you that, but you're not paying attention to them. Yeah. Like you're missing, you're like completely missing your fan base and your support system. Like you, it's actually over here. It's not these people at all. Right. Like these people never give it to you, but these people are ready to, and you're, you're not even paying attention to Dude, them. Dude, amen to that. Holy crap. People put their attention on the wrong people all the time. Mm -hmm. all the time man and 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 you know there there are that's why i love that saying that that says treat the janitor the same exact way you would treat the ceo and, and yep. in in, a, in most cases not most in a lot of cases the janitor is going to be willing to help you more than the ceo would if you were his best friend 100 percent. 100 percent. i mean um this this, I, I, this is a fresh this is a fresh thing for me this topic because yeah. uh, it's it's really it's really been interesting especially when you're when you're starting a new business and and it you have everything against you that could go wrong right um, and you have to figure out quick wins and, and navigate before you your cash flow diminishes right yeah. like you're on, you're, you're you like have a, a time a time glass of sand right and you only have this much time before. You got to replenish. So yep. um, every conversation, every deal, everything you do matters. And um, there's so many people that will say, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And, and they're not supportive, right? Yep. And you can't listen to that noise. You have to, you have to uh, listen and look for people that are saying, wow, that is really cool what you're doing. Tell me more that want to be a part of that. Yep. And, and perfect example this I'm so excited to see this person next week. He's coming to the Morris Growth Con event in New Jersey, um, but he's from Houston. He's from Houston, Texas. He's a he's a mid twenties um, gentleman, and he's running a new real estate company. And he's a social media marketer. He's been following me on Instagram, and we've been chat talk, talking on DM. And he came out to Manhattan a couple weeks ago for a trip, and I just got off my family vacation in the Pocono Mountains. And the same day we got back, I drove an hour and a half to see him 
um, in Manhattan because I had a window and that was my only window to see him. So I did it. Yeah. And then we spent three hours together in Central Park and had an amazing conversation. I, I, gave, I poured into him some advice and, and tried to help him out. So it was awesome. And then no expectations from that, right? No yeah. expectations. And then he calls me up like oh, two weeks ago and says, I'm one, I'm coming to your event. I'm flying in. And two, I'm going to sit down with you and help you work on some of your business where I can help you that you, you I, I know I can help you at. And I'm, I'm all in. Like, I just want to help you and pour into you. And like, there you go. Like you, yep. there's people like that, that want to help you because they believe in you and they just, just want to be a part of the journey. And those are the people you need to invest in and, and say, yeah, this together. And uh, that's why I'm so excited about this event is because we put something together that, you know, you need to be a big name, big company with lots of cash to, to do something like we, what, like what we did. And we didn't have any of that. Um, but what we did have is we had uh, a common vision of growth and coming together and we shared each other's resources to create this thing. And it's all boats rise and the tide together type of situation, which is the whole point of what we wanted to do anyways, to show that you can do stuff like that. Um, if you, if you have the right people in your life and in your business. Right. So, right. Dude, that's, that's awesome. So, so <clears throat> along the way you've faced some, some challenges. Have, have you, have you ever like been homeless or anything crazy like that where no Th thankfully car? i haven't i haven't hit those yeah. uh thankfully yeah. but um you know i i've dealt with a lot of loss i've dealt with a lot of um just tough decisions right like yeah. um tough tough dynamics um that you have to think about what's what's important for your family first yeah. and how do i take care of them despite decisions I need to make in my job or in my career or people I'm, I'm talking to, like you gotta, you gotta look out for number one in yourself and your family and protect that yeah. because, uh, this world is, is nasty sometimes. So you have, you have a family? Are you married? I do. I, I have three kids. I have a six, six year old, three year old and a 10 month old. What? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. Why didn't I know that? I don't know. I don't know. Having a beautiful and amazing wife who's unbelievably gorgeous and um, super supportive of of me, and she's also launched. She also launched her own business at the same time I did last year. Jeez. So we're we're two. We're like the greatest showman family for real. That is <laughs> what. So what does she do? So she uh, launched an innovative school model that is is disruptive in the education industry. We're not trying to compete with public or private schools. It's just a different way to do school completely. Yeah. Um, it's a model that's founded by this um, school called Acton Academy in Austin, Texas. They now have 120 schools worldwide in five years. And in another five years, they're gonna scale to a thousand schools. So um, it's a very uh, Socratic model. Um, a lot of empowerment to the kids. We, we believe that there's every kid has a hero's journey and they, we want to teach them how to find their calling. And, and that really gives them an empowerment to know who they are and what they can do in their life that will add massive value and fulfillment for themselves. Um, so it's, it's a really cool model. Um, and she's launching it. She's got uh, her doors open in September in Mendham, New Jersey. And we already have 70% um, capacity filled for, for students. Jeez, so. man, that is insane. Wow. 
So that takes some that. Wow. That's, that's incredible. You both start a business at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. What now was she working prior to that somewhere? Or? Yeah, she works for a, a network marketing company called okay. Matilda, Matilda Jean. It's a clothing uh, company for girls okay. and it's really cool. Um, but she's been doing that for three years and been doing great. Um, but this, this is her real, her real heart. We, we, we asked ourselves a question. Um, this is a big question. I, I, I hope, Everyone watching is will ask themselves this question. Uh, but if you had all the money in the world and you've traveled everywhere you wanted to travel, get that out of the way. Yeah. What would you like to do with the rest of your life? Right. Right. And it's a deep question. Big time. Big time. Yeah. But it, yeah. it, it, there's a lot of truth in there that we all need to listen to because that's probably where we need to really hone in on what our our purpose is. Wow. And, and that will help you have a really fulfilled life, everything you do. So, so talk a little bit about this. Um, you've got the Morris Growth Con coming up that you've put together, right? Like mm -hmm. it was your idea? Yes. Okay, so talk about um, where, where did this idea um, originate? How did, how did it come about? So it's kind of an interesting story. Um, and this is the beauty of like, man, when you when you paint a vision and you and you, if you believe this or not, if you put stuff into the universe and you really just keep reaching for your goals, uh, things start to happen. And I last yeah. October said I want to have a live event in 2019. I don't know when, I don't know how. I wanted to have uh, three people that I mentioned in my book be the speakers. I none of them I got actually, but. Uh, I'm also on the board for the local regional chamber as one of two millennials on this on this board of, of um, directors. And the reason I was on, I was brought, asked to come on there was they wanted fresh energy and new ideas. So I'm like, cool. Well, I can do that. Um, <laughs> that's not a problem. And you dang, local you college, millennials, you're just all you're all full of ideas. <laughs> yeah, we got lots of them. We got lots of them. Love it. Um. But we do care a lot about purpose and impact and working together. We're yeah. very much about that. I agree. And we work really hard. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the, the local president, Tony Iacono of the County College of Morris, he's amazing. And he's very forward thinking in terms of what education should be in today's age with collaborations and co with companies and generating a workforce that's going to be relevant as we progress here in the next five, 10 years where we're battling AI and all sorts of stuff that's going to disrupt everybody. Um, so anyways, they both wanted to say, listen, we want to do an event or do something where we can come together differently than we are. And we want to get new engagement, new energy. And so I'm like, well, if you can give me the venue and let me know when it's available, we'll see what we can do. So I found out that April 15th was like one of the only days in the calendar before later this year that was available for the school. And then I went to 10X Growth Con where I saw you. Yeah. And um, we were in that suite and I was just asking people, hey, what's up? I, hey, would you be interested in doing some speaking in New Jersey? And after starting to find out everyone's availability for the whole year, this was the only time they all had the same time open. Wow. That is so incredible. I asked them, each of them, would you like to come? And I batted a thousand. Every time I asked someone to come, they said yes. And I told them why we were doing it, and they said even more, yes, like, oh my God, that's amazing. And so right before our eyes, within like a week, we literally created uh, a, 
a, a massively unbelievable eight figure or a, not eight figure eight eight powerful speaker lineup um, with a cool venue, and then we just had to figure out how to promote this and sell tickets and get this thing done. Wow. So we created this whole thing in six weeks. Dude, that um, is incredible. So who are who are some of the speakers you're having there? So we got Danelle Delgado, we got Roddy Chung, wow. um, Hank Hank Norman, David Meltzer. Lee Smith, who we talked about from, from yeah, Columbus. Yeah. Uh, Trisha Ben, who runs our the Hero Club, part of the C-Suite Network. Yeah. We have Brian Cristiano out of Manhattan. I know Brian. Yep. We just got him um, just recently, so he's so pumped to have him on board. Uh, Jason Cisneros from, yeah. from Utah. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, it's going to be one heck of a day. It's, it's going to be something, something else. Wow. So what's the what's the um, what's the conference about? What's it? What's if somebody attends, what can they expect to to get out of it? They're gonna hear things and and ideas that they've not heard ever in their life, and, and it really goes back to my story two years ago where I saw Danelle. It's like you're just doing your normal thing and you're you're doing pretty good, but then all of a sudden this person comes in and says, "Hey, did you know you can do this like right now?" And and you're like, "What?" Right. <laughs> right. That's gonna happen a lot on Monday where people get strategies and systems and paradigm shifts of like what you could be doing right now in your business that you're not. And we can show you how to do it because we're doing it. Yeah. And, and the other thing that's cool is that I specifically asked each of these speakers to come because they all have a very relatable story. They all came from places that were broken or didn't have anything. And they, through their grit and through their vision and, and, and their and their calling, they they pushed through it, and they made this unbelievable business and brand that's helped so many people. And I want people to see that, not so they can receive value, which I want, but I also want them to see that there's heroes in all of us. And if you want to take that calling, you can, and we want to empower you to do that and and, and offer that to people that day if if they're ready to do it. So um, it's it's a special event that's not common and and we want to bring people together in a way that we haven't done before especially for a small business community so um my my ultimate goal would be for not for people to take this information and then and then we come together and we keep doing this and we grow but i also want other people in the country to watch this and say we can do that here too and um create movements in our small communities that really change the game yeah for our neighborhoods our businesses so so, so let me, let me ask you, let me ask you this. I mean, you know, um, and I, I, I try to get these, ask the, these questions to, I mean, look, you've, you've gone from, I mean, dude, you were, you, you were working at a job a year ago, right? So like, yeah. not, not even right. What, what right. month was it? September. September. Jeez. So not even a year ago, here you are, you have this, this, um, this, this new company and, and in less than a year, you made the decision, I'm going to put together a conference with a bunch of speakers and you've got Danelle Delgado, Hank Norman, Roddy Chong, you've got some amazing people coming in and, and you're like, you're just doing it, but, doing but it. there's so many people. There are so many people in this world that go to their graves with their hopes and dreams still in them. Yes. Go to their graves, you know, 
possibly even on their deathbed, they're wondering what might have been. And, and so my question would be, in your opinion, and, and, and the, the most common answer to this is fear, but in your opinion, what is it that keeps people stuck? It, I mean, fear, fear of many things is usually what it is. Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what people think is a big one. Yeah. Um, fear of just like, what if this doesn't work? I could lose everything. You know, I, you know what I like to think about a lot of times with this is, you know, when you watch sports games and, and you're watching the online stats and even on TV, they'll show like the predictability of this person, this team going to win. Yeah. And how many times have we seen in just like the last year where the team is crushing it and that 99% chance of winning with, a minute left in the game, and guess what? They lost. Right. right. It just flips. Right. Because the other team never gave up, and they knew they could win. They just knew that one moment. It just takes one moment to make it win. Um, and and my, my thought on this topic, because I've thought about this a lot just in the last couple of days, is I told this to someone last night, actually is to say, why are you doing, because she asked me, why are you doing all this right now? I, I, I mean, it's awesome, but why, why? And I, my answer was because if I'm capable of actually producing this, which I did with help and support, and we, we, we did this together, we, we, we built this thing. If I'm capable of doing that, then I must do it. Because yeah. if we're capable of creating something so great, then we must do it if we actually care enough about helping other people and, and bringing a big impact like if we're capable of doing something so so big and we don't then it's on us like we we met we like totally um, let people down we let ourselves down because we are we are we have greatness inside of us and it, there's so much potential that we are not tapping into i have so much potential i'm, I'm still learning that i have that i'm pulling out um, and it's, it's, it just propels me. Like I, it, it makes me go faster because I don't want to slow down. I want to get faster right. because of how awesome this stuff is, is just coming out of everywhere and everyone, everyone's benefiting. Everyone's excited about it. Everyone's getting value from it. So I know that it's right. And when you build the right vision and lead people and enroll them in it, cause they can benefit from it and put themselves in that to benefit themselves, then you know, you have a good a good vision and a good direction of what you're doing. You know, I, um, and it sounds like you have a, a genuine, um, desire to, to, you know, cause I mean, are, are you getting rich off of this conference you're putting together? I don't know if I'm going to break even on, on the right, whole thing. Right. Yeah. So it sounds to me like you have a genuine desire to help people and help people grow, um, including yourself. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I've, I've read, I've read that, you know, um, everything we do as human beings in one way or another is, um, is self, um, it's not self-centered as in you're selfish, but even helping somebody else, you know, innately, I think we all know that we have a, that there's a benefit to us to help other people, right? Like there is a benefit. So, you know, in, in some sense, it's a little bit selfish, but, um, but not in the bad sense. 
Right. But right. so, you know, it sounds like you have a genuine desire to help people. And, and, you know, my, my, um, my question would be this, and, you know, I, I started developing websites professionally in 2002 and I freelanced for years and then I started my company in 07 and, and along the way building the company, I've, man, I've hit some roadblocks that were like difficult. Like I had my car repossessed in front of a bunch of employees one day. <laughs> like I have been through some crap. Right. And, and so my question for you is this is if somebody called you and they said, dude, look, my car was repoed last week. They're shutting my electric off tomorrow. I don't know what to do. Don't know which direction to turn. I feel like I've given it my all and I don't know what to do. It's all falling apart. What would you say to that person in that moment to help them get beyond that situation? Uh, I would say, because I, I haven't had that exact thing happen to me, but I've had many moments where I felt like the world was collapsing on, on top of us and it, you, you just feel like you're crushed and you don't know what you're going to do. You wake up tomorrow. If you wake up tomorrow, you got a new shot and you're still, you're still here. Yeah. As much as that hurts and whatever you think is going to destroy you, you wake up tomorrow and you're still here. That means you got that you can get, find a way out. You can, you can take that one step and get, back up and 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 it's not going to hold you down um you just don't give up don't give up on your life like remember what you're doing and why you're doing it and if you wake up tomorrow it means you got another opportunity and this whole thing can change and we all know like as bad as things get and sometimes they happen real fast we can we can see success real quick too like we can have a, something happen in our lives that just pulls us right back up real fast yep and um we 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 can't we got to keep even keel on that right we got to have even perspective yeah um because it could go either way but that's what i would say to that person is like listen as hard as this is like just don't give up like you have you have so much love and support and and you wake up tomorrow and there's another shot for you that you can change everything so just don't let it don't let it hold you down did you did you see um <clears throat> did were you there for steve harvey's yeah speech that was awesome. I mean, dude, the guy was homeless. He lived in his car for three years, three years. He now has a net worth of like $150 million. You, you there? Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure you can still see me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the dude was homeless for three years living okay. in his car and now he's got, you know, TV, he's got everything like the dude's, Right. Like it was, it was insane. So, you know, I, I agree with you, man. Like life's going to come at you. It's mm -hmm. going to happen. And, and yep. you know how it's, it's about how you respond and how long you hold on to the negativity because negativity comes at you too. Yep. And you can yep. hang on to it and let it destroy you or you can do just put, put it, put it away, man. Bless. Yeah, and release. I, uh... Forgive, let go. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, not not to like get churchy in anyone, but this is there was a really powerful statement that my my pastor gave uh, a, a week ago, and I, it's really been incredible. Is uh, you can either you have two choices because we're all we're all moving towards something that we want. We're all moving towards results and goals that we want, and there's many many days where it seems like it's impossible, um, and then there's days where it feels like we can do it. 
But you either can choose to live in fear, which debil- de- completely debilitates you, or you can live in faith and, and just believe that you can actually get there and yeah. you can do it. And either one, you have a choice, but either one is a, it precipitates the result. So yeah. it's like, which, what are you going to choose to like think about and believe in as you go forward? Because um, one could totally throw you awry. One could give you a shot. Yeah. It's up to you. That's right. You're right, dude. So, man, how um, how can everybody follow you? I'm on Instagram, real at real James Jacoby. I'm on Facebook a ton. It's James Jacoby, my personal page. You can follow me there. I'd love to engage with you, talk with you. So, please say hello if you're watching this and we don't know each other. I'd like to like to learn more about you. And what about this uh, Morris Growth Conference? How, when is it? It's this Monday, Monday the fifteenth. Oh wow! It's all day. Wow. All day. Um, eight to five, and then we have a reception with more Q and A, um, and a really cool, intimate setting with the speakers for ninety minutes. So it's going to be awesome. So what's uh, what's uh, how how much are tickets? How do people get them? All that. If you go to Morris M O R R I S Morris Growth Con dot uh-huh. com, yep. that's our site, and you can see all the ticket packages there. I mean, they're. If any of you have been to events before, you'll see that this is ridiculously discounted. How, and much, are, how much are they? It's one ninety-seven for general admission for a oh, whole day. Come on. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, you can get you can get VIP and, and get more things out of that, which which I'd, I'd recommend. But um, if you want to just come and watch, one ninety-seven is all it is. And if you if you can't make it to New Jersey, we have a live stream for ninety-seven dollars. Dude, that's so, insane, man. I mean, you'll you'll triple your you'll you'll tenfold that investment if you actually take the advice you learned that day. That's Easy. awesome. That's awesome, dude. Well, man, I, I tell you, um, wow. I think it's incredible what you're doing, man. I Thank think you, it's Ken. Awesome. Thank you. I, I, I'm. Uh, it's it's an honor to have you on the show. I have uh, Michelle McLean po- posted the MorrisGrowthCon.com link a little bit ago. I okay, have cool. it. I have it pinned now to the comments. So um, yeah, go check it out, MorrisGrowthCon.com. Go over and shake James Jacoby's hand and and meet some of these speakers that I've I've met. I've met several of them that you just mentioned. Um, and I know most of them personally, so that's really cool, man. You got some, you got a great lineup. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. So, dude, thank you for, you know, putting, putting, uh, putting it all together to be on the show today. I know, uh, we had, we, you were going to be on yesterday and we had a couple of challenges (laughs) technically. That's all right. It turned out. Thanks for bringing me back. What's that? Thanks for bringing me back. Hey dude. Hey, life happens, man. I'm, I'm, uh. I'm 50 years old, man. I've been through it. I've been through it all. I've been through it all, man. It's all good. So, you know, that's, and that's one of the things is resilience. You got to be able to get up, brush yourself off and push forward, man. That's it. That's right. So dude, thank you. I appreciate you coming on and thank you to everybody that's watched this. If, if you shared this out, James is going to send you a hundred dollars. I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm kidding. No, but thank you. You want to do a giveaway? Dude, do a giveaway. What do you want to give away? We'll give away a free ticket. A free ticket? Yeah. How are you gonna do it? How are you gonna pick them? Uh, I, I I let my I let my hosts do that. I always say I only give things away. You guys decide how you want to do it. 
It's your show. All right. So, um, geez, that's on the fly. Um, I'll tell you what. Reach out to James if you're interested in a free ticket. And James will send me a list of everybody that reached out and I'll pick. How's that sound? Love it. So, But Love do it, it today. It's coming yep. up. It's on Monday. Yep. It's on Monday. So listen, dude, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you to everybody. And, and your book, is your book on Amazon? It is. It's called Radical Integrity. Can Radical find Integrity. And how yep. long ago did you write it? I wrote that in October. October. Good for you, dude. That's freaking awesome. That's awesome. I, I literally yesterday told somebody you need to write your book, man. You need to write your book. I, I released my book in October of 2017. It hit the bestseller. Then I released the, the, the Kindle version in December of last year, of this past December. And it stayed at number one for 48 hours on Amazon. It blew, blew my mind, man. That's like, awesome. Isn't that cool? Mind. Huh? That's amazing. Isn't that cool? It's unbelievable, man. Everybody has a book inside of them. Everybody. Yes. We help we help people write their books too. So I'm uh, I'm I'm really uh, you know I, I think everybody should write a book. I I, I really because it's healing too. Like it, it is. It, it is, man. And it's when huge. you get your book in the mail, the proof copy, like dude, I teared up. I was like, whoa, I'm I'm reading my book. It's yeah. insane. It's it's really cool. It is, it's a really man. really cool experience. Well, dude, thanks for being on. I appreciate you coming on. Everybody follow James Jacoby on Instagram and Facebook. And, and hey, go to the MorrisGrowthCon.com website. Get your tickets. He is giving away one ticket to a lucky person on here. It's in, it's in New Jersey. Where is it in New Jersey? It's in Randolph, New Jersey at the County College of Morris. Okay. Randolph, New Jersey. Yep. So, so listen, everybody go right now and hit up James if you're interested in a free ticket and he's going to send me the list of everybody that sends him a message and I'll pick one. I'll pick one lucky winner for you. I love it. So, all right. Hey, you guys, thank you. James, stay on with me if you would. Thank you, well, guys. Dear. Appreciate you all. Anybody that shared this out, thank you. Appreciate it. And you guys have an awesome day. We'll see you later. I'm out. Bye.